Hey, Adam Smolcom here, lead pastor of Vive Church. Welcome to our podcast. I pray that God will speak to you through the message today and that a greater level of faith would be unlocked in your life. God bless. Merry Christmas, Vive Church. I'm so excited to be coming to you right into your living room or wherever you find yourself at this Christmas season. I hope you're with family. I hope you're with friends and or just some loved ones. And it's great to be one church all over the world, wherever you find yourself right now. But I'm excited to speak to you from the Word of God this morning, really about a subject that God put on my heart that I'm entitling The Way God Speaks. I find it's kind of fascinating in different seasons of our life that we always want to hear from God, especially in seasons like Christmas season. You know, Christmas season is always so magical. We always have these grand thoughts about Christmas, getting together with family, getting together with relatives, and maybe we've got this euphoric image of what Christmas can be like. But what I find is often Christmas is chaotic. You know, that when the, the, the image of Christmas is exciting, but when you get into it, there's always some kind of chaos or drama that comes with getting together with family. And, you know, sometimes you can wonder, how do I hear God in this season? We always have these desires to get away to remote place to hear from God. But I wonder if there's another way that God speaks. I remember when I was a, a young boy, uh, I would play down at a field, like a little way away from our house. And now and then I'd, I'd hear mum yell out, my mum, she'd be yelling out, Adam! And I'd run all the way home and uh, I'd get home and I'd be so tired and out of breath. And I'd say, mum, what is it? And she'd be like, I didn't call you. And I'd be so confused. So I'd run back down the field, we'd continue playing soccer and then I'd hear, Adam, and I'd run all the way home and I'd get home and say, Mom, what is it? And she said, I didn't, I didn't call you. On the way back down to the field, so confused, wondering, I'm sure I heard Mom, I heard uh, a cockatoo, an Australian bird cockatoo that would squawk and when it would squawk, it sounded like my mom calling my name. And I remembered that as I was preparing this message that it's kind of crazy that we, we want to know God's voice and we want to hear the way God speaks. But how do we define what God's saying in the midst of all the chaos and the frustration and the fury of life? I'm thinking about a, a passage in Matthew chapter 16 where the disciples hear from God, where, where Jesus is speaking to the disciples. And there's a situation in Matthew chapter 16 where Jesus has literally just been in a chaotic situation. You've got the Pharisees who are trying to press Him and they were trying to challenge Him to prove that He's the Son of God by a sign. And Jesus said, I'm not going to give you a sign. And, you know, He's frustrated by the Pharisees. And then we see a situation in Matthew chapter 16, verse 5. It says, Later after they crossed to the other side of the lake, the disciples discovered that they'd forgotten to bring bread. Watch out, Jesus warned them. Beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. At this, they began to argue with each other because they hadn't brought any bread. Jesus knew what they were saying. So he said, you have so little faith. Why are you arguing with each other about having no bread? Don't you understand even yet? Don't you remember that the 5,000 I fed with the five loaves and the baskets of leftovers you picked up? Or the 4,000 I fed with seven loaves and the large baskets of leftovers you picked up? Why can't you understand that I'm not talking about bread? So again, I say, beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. What a bizarre passage that is to speak on at Christmas. But I do think it's got a powerful revelation if we dial in to what Jesus is actually showing the disciples here. Because I think in the way God speaks, as I said earlier, I feel like we often want to draw away to a remote location, that we want to block everything else out in life, that we need to get secluded and we need to get into our, I've heard it, our prayer closet at times. And I've got nothing against getting away and 
and, and spending time with God. Jesus did, in fact, it said that often he would draw away from the crowds to be alone with God. But I wonder if the way God speaks isn't the way we think. You know, in this Christmas season, there's probably a lot going on. There's probably a lot vying for your attention. And maybe you're probably feeling like you haven't really spent a lot of time with God and heard a lot from Him. But what's fascinating about Scripture and even what we see here is we see a really bizarre story. We see a story where Jesus is out on a lake, like a lake that's behind me, and and the disciples in the midst of them going across the lake, they realize we forgot bread. And Jesus literally uses that moment to talk about and say something weird. He says, beware of the yeast of Pharisees. Now the disciples hear that and then they start to argue who, who, who forgot the bread. And the fact that Jesus referenced the yeast, they go on their mind towards bread. But then Jesus gets frustrated with them because he's not talking about the bread. And what's interesting is you'll find in Scripture, and in fact, it says in Matthew also that whenever Jesus taught, He always used parables. In fact, it says He only used parables. Now, a parable is simply a parallel in life, a parallel between a spiritual truth and a real life situation that we face. Different circumstances, different situations. What a parable is, is a parallel between those two things. And this is what Jesus would do. Every time He taught, He would wait for an opportunity. He would wait for a real life situation and He would capitalize on that by revealing a spiritual truth. Whenever they were walking through a vineyard, He would talk about, I am the vine and, I, and you are the branches. When He was walking through a field, He would use grain and harvest illustration. Jesus would always use a real life situation and parallel it with a spiritual truth. And, and that was the only way that he taught. In fact, he restricted himself to teaching that way. Here we've got a real, uh, another indication where the, the moment the disciples mention the fact that they forgot bread, Jesus capitalizes on that. He says, beware of the yeast of Pharisees. But the disciples missed what he was saying. Jesus was talking about something completely different. He was talking about the religion that so easily rises up and captivates you and that religious way of thinking. And he was saying, watch out for that. But the disciples missed it. They start arguing about bread. So Jesus has to remind them, man, how many times have I provided bread? It's not about the bread. And I think that when that applies to our situations and circumstances in life, how often do we miss the way God speaks? How do I put it like, maybe I put it like this. If God, if Jesus limited Himself to speaking and teaching through parables, while he was walking on this earth, why would he choose to speak any different now? Why would Jesus choose to teach us in life and the way he speaks, why would it be any different now? I wonder if Jesus is still using parallels and parables to teach us and to speak to us. I wonder if the way God speaks is through everyday life situations where he can reveal a spiritual truth. I wonder if the way God speaks is less about, you know, getting away and getting isolated, but on the way. I wonder if the way God speaks is on the way. I wonder if instead of before we go across the lake or when we get to the other side, but during the, the journey or on the way across the lake, I wonder if in the midst of the drama of family, I wonder if in the midst of the chaos of the Christmas season, that God is actually wanting to use those situations to reveal something in your life, to illuminate a truth that maybe you wouldn't be able to see if it wasn't because of the situation. Maybe God wants to 
put his finger on an area or reaction or the way that you process thoughts that removed from the situations and the circumstances of life, he couldn't capitalize on that moment. I wonder if the way God speaks is on the way. In fact, I like what the Bible says. Jesus even said to the disciples, I am the way, the truth and the life. I love that. Jesus says, I am the way. So, so much of what God wants to reveal, I feel is on the way through seasons and on the way through situations that God can use the very things that are maybe pressing against you, the situations that have got you a little uncomfortable, the situations and the circumstances that are confronting to you in this life. Instead of waiting to get away from those things, I wonder if God has a way of speaking through those things. This is what I feel that maybe God wants to minister to us as a church in this season, that we don't go through these seasons and into a new year and into 2019 and forget that maybe God is wanting to speak right now. In other words, I'm trying to say, hey, church, let's not focus on the bread and miss what God's speaking. It's not about the bread. It's not about the drama. It's not about the chaos, but what God can speak to us in the midst of those real life situations and circumstances. I think that God's still speaking in parables and parallels with life. And I wonder what, if you just focus for a moment on what you're, what's pressing to you right now. What are you on the way to? What are you in the middle of? And what is a real-time concern on this Christmas morning that in the midst of the fun, the laughter and the family, that maybe is still something that God's saying, hey, I wanna reveal something to you right now. And that's gonna be my prayer for us as a church, for me and for us as a community in this Christmas season that we would be able to use the real life situations and see and hear what God is speaking and notice and identify the way God speaks is always on the way. And I'm gonna be praying for you. And in fact, I wanna pray for you right now, right where you are. And maybe you're hearing this message, maybe you're a family member, maybe you don't go to Vive, but you've been forced to watch this Christmas service. Well, I wanna pray that maybe God would speak to you in a way that you didn't expect. I I would maybe pray right now that maybe God could speak to you through the chaos of the situation that you're in, or maybe a family member, or maybe this message has spoken to you because now you're identifying that through life, God has spoken to you many times that you didn't realize in the moment. But as you reflect on all the Christmases past and all the seasons past, how God has still been there and He's still with you and He's still for you, that just maybe that you're opening your heart right now to God and that you're realizing that He wants to be the way for your life, the way forward. And He wants to reveal His love for you. So I'm gonna pray for you. So maybe right where you are, if you're with family or with friends, maybe you wanna take their hand right now. And maybe we could pray together as a church. God, I thank you right now for this moment where we get to celebrate Christmas season. We get to celebrate your birth. But God, I thank you that you're still speaking, that you have a way of speaking to us. And your way is through every situation and circumstance that we face. And God, I pray that just as you are the way, the truth and the life, that you would reveal that to those listening right now. Maybe those that don't know you, Lord, that they would realize that there has been a way that you've been working in their life to get them to this moment. And God, as they realize that, I'll pray that you would speak to them and that you would reveal yourself to them. In fact, I pray right now, those are listening that would wanna follow you, Lord, that they would just accept you as Lord, that they would believe in their heart and confess with their mouth. And Lord, that they would know that they are saved. And God, I pray for a great blessing upon our church and upon families and upon the kids in this Christmas season. God, we pray that you would be glorified in Jesus' mighty name, amen. Hey, I 
I wanna suggest that if you prayed that for the first time, why don't you talk with a family member about asking Christ into your life and just pray together. The Bible says it's simple. Just believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, you are saved. And so why don't you talk to a family member about that or reach out to our church. There's a a link on the screen. We've got people who would love to pray with you right now. And we would love to get connected with you no matter where you find yourself in this Christmas season. But from my wife, my family and us, we wanna say a big Merry Christmas to you. Enjoy this season. God bless. Hey, I hope you were blessed by that message. We release new content every single week here at Vive Church. And so if you don't wanna miss any of it, I would encourage you, go ahead and subscribe. Also visit our website, vivechurch.org to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the life of Vive Church. God bless you.